didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plane Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 25th of November, 2013. And here we go for take two of this Australia Desk. Absolutely. Welcome, folks, to the Australia Desk for episode 276. And yes, you're absolutely right, Grant. This is take two. We had some minor technical troubles with take one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when your knee gets busted and we have to use the junior burger on the other side of the uh, mixing desk while you sit in my usual spot. And uh, Ben Ippolito, ATC Ben, came along to join us and just didn't quite work out, did it? Yeah, it's a shame too. Uh, but uh, And unfortunately, Ben can't join us tonight, so we'll have to get ATC Ben back another time. But yes, let's not talk about my defective knee, which I since found out requires a reconstruction. I'm not a happy camper. So far, my neck and shoulder don't require surgery, but between the two of us, we've got uh, less than ideal physical circumstances. Hey, mate. Absolutely. Anyway, this is not the Australian medical desk, but uh, let's uh, (laughs) let's get on with it. Talking about things that are going wrong, uh, one of the uh, aviation stories that uh, made the news uh, during the last week uh, centres around an Etihad A330 that uh, departed from Brisbane up in Queensland and very quickly decided he needed to turn back ground. In fact, uh, as you'll hear from this uh, cockpit audio, he used the M word. Mayday. At the 473, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. We would like to request a hold over uh, Bravo Alpha Alpha, Bravo Alpha. We're trying to lose as much as fuel, dump as much as fuel as possible to reduce our weight to have what I'm and there we go, Grant. So, uh, yes, an A330, and uh, I hear tell that the instrument failure on board there was, in fact, uh, airspeed indication. You know, just a minor one to lose. Yeah, not sure if it was the pitot tubes having their problems or uh, some of the computers trying to analyse the results, but, yeah, all indications are that they lost all airspeed. They actually went and did an aborted takeoff at one point. Uh, a few skid marks left on the Brisbane runway, came back in, the techs had a look at it, said everything was okay. They took off. Apparently, they were going through one or two 2,000 feet on departure when they lost all airspeed indications again. This is the uh, rumour and information from some of the forums and basically they had to go and uh, orbit for a while, dump a whole lot of fuel and come back in and land all sans airspeed. Mm, And uh, given uh, they had that uh, constraint on their uh, operations uh, they did a very good job to get that safely back on the ground with all 175 people and uh, they had to wait a while of course and uh, ended up uh, heading off on another flight a bit later on. So I guess as we always say Grant, something out of something bad comes something good. It ended up being a good news story showing the professionalism of those pilots. Yeah, they certainly managed to land it despite the lack of airspeed but uh, speaking of professionalism, I'm pretty sure that Virgin Australia is hoping that their lawyers are very professional as they stick them onto the throat of Qantas. Yes, the uh, Qantas versus Virgin Australia battle just goes on and on and on. You know, it's like the old days Grant, when it used to be, uh, you know, TAA versus ANSET. It's just the same old thing uh, rehashed but at the moment, Qantas is not happy with Virgin uh, because uh, they don't think that things are being played on a level playing field and you know it's interesting Grant they're encouraging all this staff to get out there on uh, social media and support Qantas and make all sorts of comments which actually (laughs) I would have thought would have been I I actually thought that would have been a violation of their company communications policy myself. I'm sorry mate was that me going hysterical laughter there at the thought of Qantas management now asking their employees to back them up? I mean mate this is uh, (laughs) you know (laughs) hey uh, we're sacking a whole lot of you engineering types and uh, we're introducing nastier and horrible situations for you to work in and earning less money for all you cabin crew and some of you pilots. But meanwhile, please come along and uh, sign our petition and tell all your mates 
do the same to make sure that uh, Qantas has a better environment than Virgin because we're really upset that Virgin's able to get a whole lot of money. Yeah, this follows on to what we were discussing last week about Virgin Australia doing a uh, money raising through a rights option through their shares. And uh, yeah, it's causing a bit of a stink. Qantas are, of course, very upset with it. And Alan Joyce is running around going, hey, how can you do that when every time I've tried it hasn't worked, mostly not because of legislation, but because they've sort of done weird things. And um, including the head of the Australian Shareholders Association, who's saying this isn't really good because it's mostly going to the uh, major airline shareholders as opposed to some of the mum and pop and uh, various other types of retail shareholders. Yeah, well, I mean, I, as I said last week, Grant, I would never uh, consider myself any sort of expert when it comes to uh, shares and investment and all that sort of stuff. But uh, you know what I reckon? If the Qantas Sale Act wasn't in place, Alan Joyce would be doing very similar things. In fact, as we've mentioned many times before, Grant, if you want to catch a uh, Qantas flight uh, from the uh, from Australia across to New Zealand, you'll go on a Qantas-looking aircraft that curiously has New Zealand registration. That's because it's run by Jet Connect, which is a New Zealand-based <coughs> company. Qantas are doing all that they can to try and make uh, everything go the, their way. And uh, now the latest with uh, Virgin doing an end run around them and possibly going private. Well, Qantas aren't really happy about that. But, you know, the really weird thing, once again, I'm feeling that grave disturbance in the force. It hasn't happened for many months. Mm. But the Australian and International Pilots Association are offering their support to Qantas's campaign to change the Sale Act. Who knew? Oh, that's bizarre. I know. It's weird. The pilots are in agreement with the, uh, with the management. But, you know, this is the same management who uh, took an airline that has been running continuously for longer than many other airlines in the world and grounded it for a number of days. But anyhow, not to worry. It's uh, it's all okay. Hop on, sign our petition, join in, and um, yeah, just ignore the people tweeting madly in the background saying that, uh, are you crazy doing this petition? Because we don't agree with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, let's move on to the wonderful world of defence as we've done the last few weeks and, uh, in fact, politics this week. And, of course, if you've been following international news, you may have heard that the Indonesian government is not too happy with the Australian Australian government at the moment because uh, according to uh, Mr Snowden's uh, recently released documents, Australia's spies have been spying on the Indonesian president and he's so unhappy about this apparently that he suspended all cooperation between the two countries and from an aviation standpoint that means that uh, military exercises between the Royal Australian Air Force and the Indonesian Air Force have also been suspended and Grant, uh, the ABC News uh, this week was getting very excited because the F-16s were departing Darwin and they said they were very noisy. I guess uh, F-16s are not normally noisy, is that right? No, no, F-16s normally have a hush mode. Oh, really? Uh, go out quite quietly when they take off. But obviously the Indonesians were very upset with Australia, so they went out as noisily as they possible and oh, took off hush yes. mode. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. We were on the floor in hysterics with this one as they tried to make out that they'd you know, gone out loudly to try and annoy the locals. Uh, yeah, guys, come on. An F-16 has two modes, bloody noisy and turned off. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. So that's a bit of a shame. Now, of course, uh, you know, actually uh, suspending those exercises, you know, Grant, uh, we know a few uh, Royal Australian Air Force fighter pilots who might just tell you on the sly that when the last uh, exercises were on, when they brought over their uh, Russian-made aircraft, um, the Royal Australian Air Force, quote-unquote, smashed them out of the park. So there you go, a little mm. bit of national pride there for Australia. But uh, the other interesting thing, Grant, is that, that the Australian government, you might remember, has gifted uh, four C-130H aircraft to the Indonesian government that's been put on hold and the sale of a further five or six airframes depending on which article you read well that's also been put on hold so interesting uh, from that standpoint 
all that diplomatic stuff. It's uh, you know pulling back on the defence side, but you know what's still going perfectly well? Uh, sale of live cattle to Indonesia for turning into tasty, tasty, beefy things. So uh, yeah, while the military get to um, go home and can't you know go out and play with each other and have fun in the air, uh, the cows keep sailing and uh, the beef keeps flowing for Indonesia. So it's very interesting. We'll see how this one goes. But uh, mate, one other bit on the uh, RWF front: the C-17 cargo compartment trainer has been commissioned which allows the RAF to uh, train people in putting loads in and out of a C-17 without using one of the real <coughs> six aircraft that we already own. Yes, I know I said five last time. You did say yeah, five last week. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I should have remembered one-sixth. But anyhow, um, as ATC Ben pointed out the other day when we were um, trying to record this for the first time, that also means that they can uh, trial putting stuff in and out. And if they stuff it up, well, you know, they don't take out and bend a real aircraft. Well, that's right, because we haven't got that many of them. We can't afford to be bending our huge fleet of six aircraft. Well, that's right, mate. Six. Yes, Grant, remember, six, not five. <laughs> six. Counter Thou not to five, pathest thou to six. Yes, well, uh, you know, we don't want to bend anything, including my knee at the moment, Grant, because it can't bend at all. No, exactly, mate, exactly. I'm not sure how you managed to get behind the desk tonight, but congratulations for doing so. Hopefully the levels stay right, and uh, we'll chat to Chris about, uh, you know, dust blinking lights and, and dust buttons to push in. That's right, and I'm going to stick to editing, and I'm going to stop playing basketball. You know, Grant, uh, I'm 42, apparently. My brain just forgot that temporarily. I felt like a 20-year-old again. Oh, you're 42? Yeah, now I feel like I'm 142. Anyway, we won't yeah, go into that. Well. Could be worse, mate. We could be as old as Rob. Oh, don't go there, mate. No, don't no. go there. The wrinkles. Oh. <laughs> no, the false teeth. The lack of oh. hair. Okay, I think we've stirred the pot enough for this week. We'll be back next week, hopefully Stirred with it. one take of the Ozdesk. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. Or what's uh, left no, of me. Grant, turn it up to the boil, McCarran. <laughs> Cheers, folks. Bye. <laughs> I'm off to the surgeon. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Southern Skies. Online Media.